Didi is here. Hi, everybody. The tell-all just ended, and we need to talk about it. So, um, Kara and Didi are joining. Hi, everyone. Hey, Miss Cast. How are you? All right, um... Didi and Kara, y'all need to request to join, ladies. Judith, Judith, hi. I'm so glad you're here because you were the one who told me what the crane was in my yard and I was scared, so I appreciate you. Thanks for joining. Didi, where are you? Kara, where are you? There's Kara. So Kara and Didi are joining. Welcome, everyone. Everyone who watched that tell-all, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. Didi! Hey! Hi! <laughs> Hi. Hi How's everyone doing? Great. How are you? I'm doing good. Me too. I'm good. So how, how are, are you? We feeling? How are we feeling after part three of this tell-all? What are your raw reactions right now? So much. Yeah. There's not enough. <laughs> what? We, we could be on live all night to talk about it. So. <laughs> all right. So I want to know what happened on the tell all tonight that surprised you the most. I want to, I want to hear from both of you, like something, cause obviously the Danielle and Johan thing happened. Yes. Um, but like, was that the thing that surprised you the most or was it the Chris and Jamie and um, Chris's mom and the things that she had to say, like, what got you like, to jaw drop to the floor tonight. Probably Johan dumping Danielle flat on her ass. That was Yeah, awesome. that was that was not I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, me um. Um. <laughs> So okay, so let's jump in. Let's jump in. I wanted to talk about that, so let's just start with that. Okay. So Johan said that he told Danielle if she brought exes into their relationship that it was going to be the demise of their relationship. And he said that Danielle was in one ear and out the other and she did what she wanted to do. Now, I tweeted this earlier. I said, if Danielle wants to behave like a single woman, she should be a single woman. And I think Johan said it exactly right. He was like, if you don't want to be married, you don't have to be married, but you have to respect your husband. So, and I think Isabel, they were gonna ask Isabel how she would feel if this situation was going on with her and Gabe. And she was, Gabe was like, you don't even need to know the answer. It would never be me bringing an ex into our relationship. It would never happen. And I think most women would feel the same way. You know, it's like, Danielle's like, oh, well, I'm different. I would, I would, I would welcome that. And I was like, but you're saying that because it's not happening, right? But can we acknowledge the fact that her face lit up when Taylin walked in more than it has the entire season. She was like so happy, so excited. Like, there's my man. Even though her man's sitting next to her, she was more happy to see Taylin than anything. And how he hesitated um, whenever he was asked if he still had problems. I mean, not problems, I'm sorry. If he still had feelings for um, for her. He It took him a minute to answer. Yeah. You know, if I didn't have problems, um, where am I getting problems from, guys? My brain is going not even nothing. Um, it's been a day to day. I'm sorry. If if I didn't have you know um, any feelings for anybody, it would have took me less than half of a second to be no. You know. Yeah. He. So he. Yeah. So what do you think about 
Johan dumping her on the show live on Tamika. She said, she's like, there's other issues going on. This isn't really how he She feels. deserved it. She deserved it. Absolutely. Hands down. I mean, be consequences. We'll see what they are. Boom, <laughs> explosion, done deal. But do you think it's really over? Because Danielle said earlier in the tell-all, she said, I'm not ever really it's done. Or do you think? Because for the last week, Danielle has been all over Instagram blasting Johan and how horrible he was and what a narcissist he is and how emotionally abusive he was. But yet she's not the one that broke up with him. So now all of her videos just tells me that that's like super bitter ex trying to say bad things about him because she did not want to break up. If she didn't want to break up, she wouldn't be blasting him. Do you think that Danielle is embarrassed because she was always the one in control yes. in this relationship and Johan just basically dumped her on live TV? Oh. Like, I feel like she's probably embarrassed. So those lives that she's been doing lately, they're more so revenge for him taking control in a relationship where she thought she held all of the control. I feel like he's not really horrible. I mean, I'm not saying that he's the greatest. I don't know him. But like, I don't really feel like he was the worst possible husband that she could have had. Like, I don't see that. I feel like he's definitely traditional. He's old school. He believes that the man is supposed to be in charge and the man is supposed to be respected. You know, he's traditional and old school, but a lot of a lot of people in America are still that way. You know, yeah. like I know that it's 2023 and we're trying to get out of those gender roles, but a lot of people are still that way. That's just how they were raised. And I don't think that he was asking for too much to have his wife actually respect his feelings. I don't think that that's, that's asking a lot. Especially since, you know, when they first looked at that apartment and she asked, are you going to help me pay the rent? He says, I'll give you my entire salary. And then she laughs and scoffs at that. Mm. Look, says you would have to cook and clean and be my bitch. That's her words verbatim. Yep. There was, it's been nothing but disrespect on her part through the whole thing, eating with the ex, not approving of this, not approving of that. She's been very disrespectful. So for him to finally put his foot down and say, I don't care anymore. Do what you're going to do. I'm with you till the lease is up. And that's a wrap. I was like, I, I was so him. Yeah. And I think, you know, the whole, throughout the whole season, she was, you know, humiliating him and trying to um, belittle him and degrade him that he was, he was waiting for the, the right moment yeah. to yeah. drop the bombshell on her. And that's what he did tonight because he knew that would humiliate her. That would, you know, um, belittle her, knowing that she just got dumped in front of everybody. Yep, was, I think he was just waiting for the the right moment. I mean, yep. so with, hands down, she deserved it. Yep. With that being said, <laughs> I think that Johan tried to humiliate her when he met Talon, and I think that she wouldn't allow it. Yeah. Did you notice that she yeah. has, been, has been humiliating him all season? He can't make up money. He can't do this right. He's just, everything is wrong. His meat, the butcher shop, everything was wrong. But when he tried to get revenge, she cut him off. He would ask a pro, she's like, no, you're not allowed to ask that. You're not allowed to say that. That would be embarrassing. That's private. She wanted to control the fact that she could humiliate Johan whenever she was ready. Yep. But Johan didn't have the option of making her feel uncomfortable or humiliating her. That was just something she wouldn't allow. And I think, like you said, Johan found the perfect opportunity to insert his dominance into the situation. And he's like, well, you haven't allowed me to be a man in my own home for all this time. So I'm going to show you today who is really in charge. And he let her have it right through on camera. She started crying and everyone's like, 
feeling bad for her. I was like, but do we feel bad for her though? Because she kind of treated this man I thought terribly. That was funny. I did too. Yep, I was cheering. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't want to be cold, but I think Gabe said it best. Gabe was like, you took his balls and you put them in your purse and you were walking around with this man's balls. And now he's now that he has them back, we're all happy. We're all super excited for him to be who he wants to be. And he never once wanted to be in a relationship where his wife made decisions regardless of how he felt. No marriage works that way. No husband and wife have a conversation. And I don't even call it a conversation. Danielle just says what she's going to do and there's no discussion afterward. That's not a conversation, yeah. right? A conversation goes both Absolutely. ways. He's never wanted to be in a relationship or marriage that went that way. So I'm happy that he's, he's choosing himself. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, well, look, if you don't want to deal with me and my feelings and acknowledge that how I feel matters, I'm going to walk away. And I think that's the best option for him. Yeah, and she made the also about the birthday party. And when he said, you know, she brought up Taylor the day before, so my party was ruined. She actually said, so if you go back to, you know, when she first got there and she was this great big breadwinner and had all this stuff and the family was hoping for Johan that he was going to get to come to the US and all of that, that was all great. So at the birthday party, when he didn't thank her, she said today, she said, he embarrassed me in front of the family and now I feel like I can't ever face them again. So essentially, he was wearing the pants in the relationship for the first time, and she didn't like that. Exactly. I think that all of her relationships, like if we were to ever speak to any more of her exes, because we know what Taylan said. Taylan was like, you're the dominant one in the relationship, and the idea that you're in a relationship where he's challenging for power, he's like, I'm surprised that you can be in a relationship like that. And I feel like if we question any of her exes, they yeah. would all say the same thing. I feel like, because when she was like, well, we should go to therapy together. And I was like, or you should go to therapy and figure out why you want to control all these different men. I was like, I'm not saying that both of you wouldn't benefit from group therapy, but maybe you go yeah. first and figure out the issues and then you bring him in later. Because I feel like he didn't necessarily do anything wrong to land him in therapy, did he? I feel no. like he just wanted to be heard and understood. That doesn't mean you needed therapy, yeah. right? And then when she brings a therapist in, it's going to be one of her choosing, and they're going to tell her to go do some stupid shit like plant a coconut or kick a coconut or make a banana tree or something stupid. Or it'll be they a therapist that she dated like four years ago when they had an intimate relationship. Because this is Danielle, right? Yeah. She'll find a therapist that she slept yeah. with like five years ago. So it'll all go her way because yeah. this is just what she does. Absolutely. She always has to have her way. Her outcome is going to be the outcome that she accepts and no other outcome will matter. So it's like, Johan, good for yep. you that you have ended this. And I'm pretty sure there's a woman out there who will respect you, who will listen to you, and who will keep her exes out of your relationship. Yep. That's not too much to ask. Nope, not at all. And if you um, noticed, at, too, that it was okay for Taylan to ask questions about hers and Johan's uh, relationship. But whenever he was trying to ask Taylan for um, some information, she was like, no, you, you can't do that. You know, that's inappropriate. But it was appropriate for her to tell um, Taylor everything about her and Johan. I mean, come on. Right. Who she didn't. She was essentially talking crap about her husband to her ex. And Johan was like, this is my first time seeing this conversation. And yeah. he was like, this shows your lack of respect for me because I'm your husband. And you shouldn't be sitting with your ex saying negative things about me when he hasn't even met me. Yep. 
Like that's just something exactly. you don't do. And it, it shows that she didn't really have a lot of respect for him. She felt that she could do, like, well, he said it. She, she can do whatever she wants. She can behave like a single woman, but he has to do whatever she says. That's not a relationship. And I think this explains why Danielle, you know, in her life has a lot of failed relationships. She told us in the beginning on Love and Paradise, she has so many failed relationships and she had given up on relationships. And I think there's a reason for that. I think the way that she treats the guys that she's with explains it you have to treat people with respect you're not the only person that matters yeah. you know there are other people in this relationship johan's family johan's friends because she's like i never met johan's friends so i don't really know yeah. anything about him i was like so you married a person that you know nothing about but like that's, that's a cool good example that is that right there is the best example i've never met his friends i've never i don't know anything about his past but yet in the same breath if his ex wanted to meet you, I would say, and she says, yeah, bring her. I want to meet the bitch. So she's already jealous of the ex that she never met. I caught that. I caught that because I was like, well, why does she have to be a bitch? Why can't she just be his ex? So you're behaving and reacting the same way Johan did, actually more aggressively. Johan never called him any names, yep. you know, so you're acting even more aggressively. So even in her explanation of I would be okay with it, she showed aggressive reaction to it so she knows that she's not okay with it yeah and i don't know i want to talk about mahmoud and ahmed laughing at the fact that he got caught cheating i don't want to say cheating they called it just chatting but based on that conversation it could have been more but he gets caught and they just start laughing it's hilarious to them and i couldn't understand it and they tried to explain it as a cultural reaction when you're sad or when something bad happens you just laugh and i was like nah I don't know. I've never been to a funeral where everybody was laughing. Like, I don't think that that's a cultural thing. I've never been to Egypt, so I'm not going to say I know everything. But I think that that laughter was kind of a disrespectful laughter because they were just like, look at this crazy woman angry at you talking to other women as though she can control yeah. you. That's kind of how I looked at it. Because we know that Mahmoud can't be controlled. He's going to do whatever he wants. He's going to say whatever he wants. Whatever Nicole says is irrelevant. He's always going to be Mahmoud. He said, I'm going to be Mahmoud on any country, any soil, any coast. I'm always going to be myself. So I don't know. I felt like it was super disrespectful. And the fact that they're still together, it just makes me scratch my head. And it makes me just wonder, like, what's going on in Nicole's mind? Because I tweeted this earlier. I was like, I feel like Nicole is in love with a Muslim man, but she doesn't like Muslim men. Yes. And I don't know if that like summed it up, but I was like, she doesn't like Muslim men in the way they behave, but somehow she's in love with a Muslim man and she's trying to find a way around the fact that she doesn't like him, but she loves him. That's kind of where I landed with yeah. it. Well, I felt like they were two elementary school boys, the way they were just giggling about it. None of it was funny. She was devastated. She was embarrassed. That was horrific. Like that shouldn't have happened. And they were acting like such children. I just, I, the disrespect was through the roof. Yes, yes, it was. I'm, I'm in total agreement with that. I mean, that, that was no, no reason whatsoever for them to laugh at the situation, you know, and it's pretty much, they were laughing at everybody. They was even asking mm -hmm. questions about that. They were pretty much laughing. And for someone, and then for them to say they even laugh at funerals, come on. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Come on, seriously. I mean, I didn't understand wow. why they couldn't take it seriously. But I kind of feel like we've been seeing this throughout the season. Mahmoud never takes Nicole's feelings seriously. It's always, what is it now? 
what is it now? Why are you angry now? He always just looks at it as her, as an overreaction. Yep. She, he never sees her feelings as valid. It's just, just do what I say and we wouldn't have to argue. Just, just stop getting mad. And he never really gets to the core of why she's upset, why they're always angry, why they're always fighting. So we saw this week, I know all of us, even the people on here, so I'm not ruining it for anyone. Yeah. Mock mood is on US soil. We know this for a fact. We all saw it. The videos yeah. were up. He landed in LAX. We know this. So what is your reaction? Because obviously TLC had cameras there. So they're going to be on either, what is it? Um, Happily ever, ever after. After or before the, not before the 90 days, because we already saw, would this be. would start his 90 days, right? If he landed, he would, this was started. So maybe on actually the 90 day fiance season. Yeah. So what are your raw reactions? Are you surprised that they're going to be on another show and they're already filming? Are you disappointed? Do you feel like we're wasting our time because it's not going to work? How, yes. Like, how do you feel? I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed and surprised. I'm surprised that they stayed. I mean, because, you know, we don't know how long ago the tell-all was filmed. I'm assuming many, many months ago. Yeah. So I can't believe that they've made it work over that time. But for him mm -hmm. to actually, it, I'm very disappointed. I'm sad for Nicole. I can't, uh, that's, I can't believe that she she is just like, how, what's the word? I've been talking a lot of Spanish today, guys. So let me find my <laughs> English word, okay? I cannot believe that she has lowered her self-esteem so much that she thinks that, you know, he's the only one out there. Yeah. And as far as him being in the United States, he has got a rude awakening yeah. because the United States is nothing like his country. Nothing like his country. He may be Mahmoud over there, but he's going to be something else over here. I mean, because... It's and especially in in Los Angeles, I mean, you you're not gonna get away with treating people the way, uh, and um, you treated them over there. You're not gonna get away with it over here. Yeah. You're not. Oh, are they already married? Yes, Nicole and Mahmoud are already married. They actually were married prior to this season. We didn't see their wedding. It already took place. Somebody asked that in the yeah. comments. But yes, I I think that. Go ahead. Iska. And she's asking that because we just said, uh, are they going to be on Happily Ever After or the 90 Days? Does that start the 90 Days? If I'm not mistaken, if they're married in another country, they still have to get married over here within 90 days for his visa to be valid. Right. For, for him to get. Right. I think that's how the spousal visa works. You get married over there and then you come over here and you have 90 days to get married on U.S. soil. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, I, I it's weird because the kind of, the marriage over there doesn't necessarily count yeah. over here, unfortunately. Yeah. So they would have to, it's basically like they weren't married there, but they did because that's how they were able to apply for the spousal visa. But in order to activate it, they would need to get married over yeah. here. But yeah, I'm, I'm just like surprised because she kept saying throughout the season that she felt like their problems were location-based. And I just don't see that. I feel like Mahmoud is always going to feel that she's showing too much skin. And I, I tweeted this earlier. I was like, she's showing her arm or her shoulder. And I was like, I feel like in America, that is being extremely modest because I've been to LA. I go to, um, I live in Florida. I've been all over the country and I've seen, oh my gosh, I go to Miami and there are women walking around with basically nothing on. They're just something covering, you know, just the areas that are private. Legal. Yes. I hope that <laughs> bumping into doors 
Stacy at some point. <laughs> right. And I, I was like, I don't know if the problems are going to get better. Because she's like, well, if we were in America, we wouldn't have these problems. I think, I think your problems are going to be tenfold in America because you're going to feel more comfortable being yourself. And he's going to feel more uncomfortable seeing you be yourself. Because in his country, you're the only one doing yes. it. Right? Like, no one else is doing it. It's just you. Yeah. But when he gets here and he's surrounded, he's going to feel outnumbered by the people in America. And good God, he's in L.A. L.A. is, is pretty much but just like Miami. Also, there was that, that recap clip where they had that fight. And he, I didn't see it the first time until the recap clip mm -hmm. where he, he, like, grabbed her hand and was kind of pulling on her. He pulls that shit in L.A. Somebody's going to lay him out. Like, yeah, I would have punched him in the face right then and there. No questions asked. So, yeah, I tweeted this earlier. Why is it that the the physical altercation between Nicole and Mahmoud got less attention than the physical altercation between Jamie and Chris? And I was like, is it because Jamie is a more likable cast member? And Mahmoud and Nicole aren't, so people were like, oh, well, they're fighting, I don't care. But when it happened with Jamie, there was a, a huge outcry of support for Jamie. But I felt like that altercation kind of went without people batting an eye. Am I right? I, I don't know about you guys personally, but I don't remember, like, seeing that whole part. I, I don't know if, like, unseen footage, if you guys saw it. But I remember the altercation, but I don't remember him putting his hands on her. I think the thing with Jamie and Chris was Chris was so violently angry and she just came at her with a double shove. He was grabbing her by the hand and kind of yanking on her. But like Chris was ready to throw down right there. So I, I don't know. Maybe other people have saw that part and remember it, but I don't remember physically seeing that part. But I was also oh, him. Kim says that in these countries, you can't walk away from a Muslim man in public. I did notice, first of all, I did see that full clip when it happened. Because um, I thought, in the actually, in the first time I saw it, I thought that Nicole was the aggressor. It looked like Nicole shoved him. But then when I watched it again tonight, I saw that it was kind of, he had her arm and she ripped his arm away. And so I kind of did get a better understanding of what happened. But I did notice there were people whose faces were blurred out and there were people staring. And I was like, I don't think you're allowed to get into a physical altercation in these um, Muslim culture countries with a woman, right? I don't think women are allowed to be violent towards a man. So yeah. I think that what she was doing would be considered illegal, yeah. right? Am, am, am I right? I think so. Even though... Oh. Yeah, I think so. I think they would go to jail or um or something like that over there, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, they could possibly go to jail because it's illegal. Yeah, yeah. I, That's... I, I'm so I I don't know the rules of any other countries other than the U.S. and even at that, yeah. all the rules. But, but I do know if they're one of them. I mean, I feel like if Nicole was kicking his ass in L.A., everybody'd be like filming it and making TikToks. But I feel like if he touched her in LA, he's gonna get he's gonna get his ass whooped. Plain and simple. It's coming. Oh, we are not Muslim, someone asked. We are not Muslim. We were just talking about a TV show that was featuring a man who is from Egypt, Cairo, Egypt, who is a Muslim. So we are only speaking what we kind of know but don't know. So please don't take any of this as set um information about the Muslim culture. We are just discussing, you know, what we understand of it. So I wanna make sure that that's um that's very, very clear. 
So what do you think about this relationship? I kind of think that it's a waste of time. Like getting involved anymore on another season is going to waste time because they're not going to end up together. I think it's yeah. a pretty clear, someone said it on a tell-all. Was it Debbie? I think Debbie said it. I think there's, or maybe it wasn't Debbie. Someone said that there's no reason for this to continue because it's not going anywhere. And I, I agree 100%. I think it was Gabe. Gabe, yes, Gabe. It was Gabe because Gabe was like, the outcome of this is a breakup yeah, and that's exactly told her he, that she needed to to get a divorce yeah so yeah and I, i'm in agreement with gabe yeah. they need to get a divorce all right i want to talk about gabe's sister monica first of all what did you think of monica showing up to the tell-all but not showing up to gabe's wedding and she was in the same city I was very, very offended because I was like, the fact that you can show up to New York to go to this tell-all, but you couldn't go down the street from where you were to your brother's wedding, it really infuriated me. Yeah. And I was like, the way that she made her interaction on the tell-all all about her, she never once thought about how her not being there hurt her brother. Yeah. It was all about, he hurt me, he said this, I was upset, my hotel was eight minutes away, he didn't cater to me, he didn't make Monica feel happy. And I was like, when did this become about you? You flew to this country to go to his wedding, and then somehow you ended up not being there, and now you're on stage crying. How did this take place? How did we get here? Yeah. I don't know. That that was a lot. That I think... You know, I the way I was looking at it, the way, the way I was looking at it is she was not able to control the situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If she's not able to control the situation, she is not happy. Yeah. And with her not being able to control the situation at the tell-all, of course, she show, you know she showed up. Yeah. But to make Gabe, like Gabe said, you know, she could have did, uh, I think he said, sh um, shoot, him, shoot him in the face and break his leg. Yeah. He would have still been at the wedding. Yeah. And, you know, from what I've seen in the season, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but what I've seen in the season is Gabe said over and over again that he didn't want to tell Monica everything because Monica always finds reasons to try to get in the middle of um, his relationships. And so he didn't want to be, you know, um, 100% uh, communicating with her because he didn't want anything to go to go wrong. He didn't want it to go um, south real fast. Okay. And if she would have been, you know, all up in it, like, you know, she wanted to be, she would have been trying to control it. And then she would have, it just been, been like a lot of negativity. And how is that fair to Gabe and um, Isabel? Yeah, I agree. I think that Monica is about Monica. <laughs> And she, I, everybody has a Monica in their family. I have one. I'm not going to say which family member it is in case they watch this. But everyone has that person where it's all about them. You plan a party, you plan an event, you're doing something. They will come, but make it about themselves. Yeah. Okay, bye, Kim. Love you. Bye, They'll come and make it bye, about Kim. themselves. And <laughs> they will be like, oh, well, you didn't plan this. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. They'll probably know it's about them. But they planned something it was a destination thing they told me about it last minute i was supposed to fly there and be a part of it i wasn't able to do it so they spent the whole event telling all of our family how i didn't show up and i i was the problem i ruined their event and i wanted to be there but i actually didn't have time to get the ticket and i was like this is why i didn't come because if i was going to come it would have been more about me because i would have complained then it would have been about you. So I didn't want to be there. And I feel like Monica is a person who 
shows up to stuff and then wants to make it about her and complain. And I just felt like maybe it was a better situation that she wasn't there because did you see that she wore um donna saying she wore the tell-all dress she wore the yeah. wedding dress to the tell-all she couldn't go to the wedding she spent two hours getting her hair done for a wedding she didn't go to and then wore the dress to the tell-all because she was crying she said i cried the whole two hours the whole two hours i was getting my hair done that's stupid that's all so because gabe said you're the one who is the common denominator in me and my relationships not working and gabe said that's not exactly what he said he said something different the words were twisted he just basically was saying you're too involved and when you get too involved there's too much drama in my relationships and i agree i feel yeah. like she needs to butt out when we watched the scenes before he left florida she was way too involved yeah. you know i understand supporting your brother and um knowing what's going on i do think that gabe did admit that he withholds withholds information and he's not open with her but it's only to protect himself and his relationship because she's known to pry and she's known to cause problems shouldn't have to feel obligated to tell his sibling everything I, granted that's cool that they're close or we're close whatever but hey rishi hey rishi should hi rishi you know <laughs> he should not at all have to well, it would be easier for him to tell Monica things if she reacted better. I well, think that she's being petty from the from the get go. Yes. I mean, whenever from the time that um she, he even told them that he was moving to um Colombia, then told them that you know they were getting married. She started with being yeah. negative all yeah. of a sudden. And he said that's why he does not tell her everything because she shoots him down and tries to make him feel bad every time. Yep. Yeah. Some people just need support. They don't need to be told they're wrong. You know, I have friends, they make bad decisions and I just support them through those bad decisions. You know, I'll be there when it blows up and I'm gonna be there before. You know, I don't need to always point out what they're doing wrong. And I think that's kind of what she does she wants to shoot Gabe down, like you said, and make him feel bad and make him feel like his his decision making and his picking of people to be with is inadequate. And nobody wants to hear that over and over. Yeah. So the fact that he still invited her to the wedding, knowing that that's how she behaves, I feel like he was being a good brother yeah. because she's a family member that I would leave off of the list, okay? Like, I'm just being honest. Monica, the way she behaved at that tell-all and she made it completely about her and never once offered an apology for leaving Gabe standing because she was supposed to walk him down with his mom. She never once said, I'm sorry that I wasn't there. I'm sorry that this affected you. I'm sorry that I couldn't have witnessed this day with you. All she said was what he did wrong for her. Yep. And I was like, you but weren't he, getting married. He, Why is this about you? He apologized to her and he's not the one that did anything wrong. But exactly. So, yep. I mean, so, even his hug at the end wasn't good enough. Yeah, that wasn't good enough either. She was never, nothing is ever good enough. Everything is, somebody needs to cater to Monica and make Monica happy and make Monica feel better. And I was like, I loved her in the beginning when the season when I met her. And then I was like, at this tell-all, she's my least favorite person to show up to the tell-all. I was like, of all the people that shown up, I was like, she's really pissing me off. Like everything that she said, her reasons for not going and why she felt like she deserved an apology. I was like, first of all, you need to apologize for him for flying all the way to Columbia and not going to the wedding. Yeah. That's disrespectful, that's rude, that's nasty. But then you flew all the way to NYC to be a part of a tell-all. 
So you could do that. Yeah. But you could not show up to a wedding for your own brother. Yeah. Like that blew my mind. I was like, the things that people will do versus the things that they won't do blow my mind. Absolutely. I totally agree. So um, Rishi was in here. So let's talk about Rishi a little bit. So we saw a, a pretty emotional scene with Rishi tonight. And it was Jen who brought up the fact that Rishi's mom just kept saying over and over, like, you're too old, you're too old, you're too old. And let's be honest, telling a woman she's too old in any situation whatsoever is hurtful and mean. And you should probably not do that if you don't want to have something tossed at your face. Don't do that. So she was hurt by that, understandably. And she just felt like Rishi needed to say to her, how hurtful and horrible that statement is. So do you agree with that? Do you feel like Rishi's mom needed to be aware? Because I think in their culture, women's age is not necessarily a vanity thing. It's more so like, can they bear children? Um, you know, it has more to do with that. But you know, in our culture, calling a woman old, it's just something you don't do unless you don't like this person. Like that's not something that, that's not a word that we just throw around at people. We don't do that. Right. But Rishi's not the one that called her old or said she was too old or even no. mentioned the way she went off on Rishi about it. If your mom ever says that again, we're never speaking. So when the mom watches that translated back, the mom's like, she's old. She's too old. She's too old. She's too old. Now it's done. Never speaking again. Like to get mad at him over that, that was, that was ridiculous. And then when she gets upset, he, he's so empathetic. And I, I love that. Yeah. But it breaks my heart every time he cries. Like, breaks my heart. So just watching him tonight, I was like, how can, how can you walk away from him? How, I, 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 she literally is watching him cry on the screen and turns around and gives her number to Julian in the same sitting. Like, Yeah, that caught me yeah, Dee Dee, what do you feel about that? Do you feel like, because she was kind of still in a relationship? Because she said that they were still in a relationship, just not engaged, but she was giving her number to Julian. How do you feel about that? That shocked me. Coming from, from Jen, that really shocked me. You know, I was like, what in the world? It, like, huh? What? <laughs> Why would you do that? You know, she's, you know, talking about how, how Rishi... She doesn't want Rishi talking to other um, women, but here she is giving her phone number out to someone else. Yeah. And then she's talking about, well, I don't want to um, let an opportunity pass by. Yeah. What kind of opportunity are you talking about? You're not you know? I mean, as he's not available, plain and simple. So now you just pissed off somebody, somebody's fiance. Literally. I mean that that's that that's crazy. I mean that's why would you why would you do that? You know, um, I don't even know what to think about that. I I really don't. I just I was just I don't even know. Yeah, that was a lot. I, I don't know. I don't know. Why that. would you do that? I, I caught Julian's comment about you got my number, give it to her. I kind of took that with a grain of salt. I didn't really think that Jen was gonna run over and give her number. I mean, I'm just. I'm I'm shocked. I'm absolutely shocked. I guess that was my jaw dropping moment of the so, season because I'm. Do you think that Julian was more casual and Jen did see it as like a relationship opportunity? Is that what you're saying? Julian made it as a joke because Julian is not on the market. 
I think that that is no secret that he's not on the market. I think everybody knows that. And for, you know, that was just kind of a joke. But Jen was like, serious. She made the comment when he came out. I just love you. And I say that to people all the time. Oh my gosh, I just love you. I just love you. I say that all the time. But I've never said, I just love you. And then went and gave my phone number. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't love you like that. <laughs> you know? So that was pretty shocking. I yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. I think what made it worse was watching him cry. Because we were watching Rishi cry. And I was like, this is a real relationship to Rishi. Even though his mom doesn't see it that way, she won't give his blessing. This is a real relationship to him. Because Jen was like, you're not serious about me. You know, we're never going to get married. This is never going to go anywhere. But watching him cry yeah. and saying that he really wished that he could make this work and he wanted things to be different, it was kind of like she was taking things more lightly yeah. than him. She was just like, oh, well, I went back to India and we reconnected, but we were just having fun. It wasn't that serious. I don't think Rishi saw it that way because Rishi was like, we're still engaged. I feel like that's still the woman that I want to marry. And she's like, well, clearly, unless your mom agrees with you, that'll never happen. But I, I feel like in Rishi's mind, he really did believe he was going to get his mom on board eventually. And I know that he's wrong. I do know. We've watched his mom's reaction. That's never going to be an option. But yeah. I don't think that he would have stayed with Jen and let her on for three years. I think Jen looked at it as, for three years, you had me on a pipe dream thinking that we were going to get married and you knew it was never going to happen. I don't believe Rishi knew deep down that this was going to happen the way that it did. I think that he was under the impression he was going to be able to convince his mom to let him marry Jen. I do believe that. In his own time, without being right. forced. Without, without Randy and Myra forcing information on his mom that she wasn't ready to hear, I feel like it, it probably would have been a, a longer process. And again, would Jen have wanted to be a part of another long process because it had been three years already? But I think yeah. that if he would have stuck with his process, there might have been a better reaction. But his mom, like, he is, he, during the tell-all, he said, I'll tell my mom, I'll, I'll side with you, I'll pick you, all this stuff after he already said that he would never pick somebody over his family. But now it's so forced. Like, this poor guy is feeling like, I absolutely have to do this because the woman I love just seriously put me on blast, like, for everybody to see. So now I have to do these things. So that's completely unfair too, and not a stable ground to start your marriage on or your new engagement or whatever they are right now. I think that's so sad. It's just, I, she shouldn't have put him in that position. So what, what exactly? Next, what's next for Jen and Risha? Do you think that they're gonna keep trying? Do you think that we'll see them pop up on another show or do you think that well, it is what it is? I hope not after she um, gave Julian her phone number. I mean, Rishi, come yeah. on, you know, uh, hello, move on. You know, if you let you go that fast, the tell-all wasn't even over, <laughs> and she's already given someone else her phone number, dude, yeah. run. I think that <laughs> Run. <laughs> yeah. Jen's going to be on the single life. That was disrespectful. Ryan. Oh, so Jen on the single life do you think we'll see jen and um julian on the single life together is that something that we might see no so not at all i hope not i hope so not julian is taken or at least that's what we believe can anyone verify that julian is taken that's what I, I like is he is he married he's he was married and 
I, I know that for sure. But is he married? He was married now. And I think he's engaged now. Oh, so he's taken. Okay, so eh, I was hoping that we were going to see Jen and Julian together, but I guess, oh, wait, this was filmed months ago. I wonder if Julian was not taken at the time of filming. Maybe, yeah, maybe we're, um, there's a timeline in between. Yeah. So it could be that Julian was completely single at the time of filming. We're talking months ago. Yeah. And then now, whatever we thought was going to happen with Jen. Either way, Jen was in a relationship with Rishi, so why is she giving a man her number? That is true. That is true. And that is they, that is very disrespectful. They, they were very still disrespectful. Filming, yeah, filming a tell-all talking about the relationship they were currently in, and yeah, I agree with that, you hundred percent. That's a first for TLC for all the ninety-day everything. Nobody has ever given their number and announced it that we know of. Yeah, no. at the tell-all. Yeah, TLC is that. making it more and more fun every season, so it's like. <laughs> Oh, What's going to happen next? I wanted to talk about <laughs> the tell-all going back to its original format. Do you remember the Happily Ever After tell-all? It was a behind-the-scenes. We followed them to the hotel. We followed them out to having drinks. Did you prefer it going back to the normal format, or do you want it to continue where we can see more behind-the-scenes? How do you feel about it being a normal tell-all again? I didn't mind the normal tell-all, but I feel like if we would have done the behind-the-scenes this time, we would have known a little bit more of Jen and Julian. Right. I feel like we missed that. I feel like there's some things that we didn't get to see. Yep. And I, I want more behind the scenes. Like, I don't know. I saw a lot of tweets tonight about Sean Robinson not asking the right questions. Guys, I know that people want Sean replaced, but I think the person writing the questions on the cards is the problem. Yeah. I don't know if it's Sean because I know Sean is just reading what they hand her. But whoever is writing the questions for the tell-all, they're not what we really need. We want to get to the bottom yes. of this. And I know you guys want to have spinoffs and you want to keep the storylines going so you can't give us everything because if you give us everything, then you're ruining the chances of a spinoff. But we still want to know what happened. We watched 15 episodes of this. You know, like, please give us a little more information so we feel like we got closure because they're going to disappear for months and months. Yeah. And then we're going to forget. And then once they come back five, six, seven months later on the spinoff, we barely remember what happened anyway. So just yeah. give us a little more to work with. Yep, I agree. Yeah, I love Sean. I mean, I, I really do. I love Sean. She's just that she's one of the main people that I look forward to on the tell-all. Because yeah. she's been on the tell-all from ever since the yeah. tell-all started, you know. Um, but I do agree that, you know, whoever's doing the, the writing on the cards, they need to make it a little bit more dramatic you know what i'm saying yeah. like let us get into it a little bit more i mean this tell-all was it was good but it was a little boring on sean's side yeah to me i mean I agree. i'm speaking for myself you know because I, I didn't feel like she was in it like she was she's been in like in the past yeah. i like wendy Williams. I don't know if you guys like Wendy Williams, but she will ask the craziest. We've had, I've seen people walk off of Wendy. She has Williams. no filter. Yes. Yeah. They will. Back when she worked in radio, people would get up and just walk out in the middle of the interview. She would just say, look, this is what people think about you. Tell me. Because, you know, there were some questions that people wanted to, that, to be asked about Chris that were not asked. Yeah. I'm not going to say what those are about, but there were questions that people wanted to, to know. And Wendy Williams would have said it. You know, so I want Sean, whoever's writing the info for Sean, let Sean be a little more intrusive 
into the cast members and ask the questions that we really want. Because we're very, very um, engaged and immersed in these cast members, in these seasons, in these shows. We want answers. And then when the show ends, we feel like we don't get any closure. Yeah. We don't know what's going on. Like, we know that Chris and Jamie are over, but we don't know any of these. Because, okay, let's talk about the, the Chris and Jamie interaction. And um, Chris's mom was there as well. And, well, yeah, I was saying that. I wish Wendy Williams would host a tell but I don't think she's doing TV anymore. Somebody yeah, just said that. I don't think she's doing TV anymore, but I would love that. Where but let's talk about this. Chris and... In here? Hmm? Where's Jamie? Is Jamie in here? Because she was supposed to join us tonight. Um, Jamie's not in here. Not. Where the um, someone tagged Jamie in the comments. So I want to talk about... Um, the interaction between Chris's mom and Sean. So Chris's mom said that there is thousands and thousands of dollars being sent to Jamie via PayPal. And then Jamie verified that there was 1,740 some dollars sent in PayPal. So there's some misinformation. I mean, that's thousand, not thousands. So, and there's been number discrepancies throughout the tell-all. Chris says $10,000. Jamie said 1,550 um, on the last one. And then there was 1,740 on this one. I think the main issue here is the main cop topic of conversation in the relationship between Jamie and Chris was money. And I think that's why it didn't work. And I, there was a debate on Twitter that was going on where people said, if you're in a relationship or in a marriage, is it one person's responsibility to pay rent or is it both people's responsibility? Like, why did they make this such a huge issue? Why couldn't they just come together and make a plan and just stick with that plan? It was always... A argument or a fight because you know when most people have a financial issue you sit down you have a conversation and you're like look let's make this a team effort let's make it so where it's not all on one person we can all feel like we're getting along they never made it past the conversation stage because every time the topic came up chris started screaming right <laughs> isn't that what we saw chris just started screaming or she got up and left walked away from the computer didn't want to talk to her stopped calling her for days weeks at a time that is never going to resolve itself Right? Like, I feel like Jamie never had the option to meet Chris anywhere in any type of middle ground, side ground, up, down. It doesn't matter because Chris never gave her the option to talk about it. Yeah. But Jamie came in hot with the receipts. Chris had nothing because one of her other problems is someone tried to steal her identity. I'm sorry, Chris. Nobody wants to be you. I promise. Nobody's stealing nothing. Like, that was just another story another story she had no proof and then the mom tried to say oh yeah it was in the thousands and thousands but jamie had receipts again jamie was on it and ready to go because everything that was coming out of their mouth was lies the only reason they had this apartment is because chris wanted it with the american amenities jamie did the yeah. best she so she got the apartment chris said oh it's a little too much but it's okay so first i mean the ball Five fifty is like free. Yes. Like I don't know. Like I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like if for an apartment where you can live there and not be like assaulted or yeah. worse, like five fifty a month is free. Like that apartment was nice from what we saw from what they showed on the show. Sign me yeah. up. Five fifty? Like come on now. That's like I, I can't even I'm fathom. A, I'm from a small southern town, and the apartments here, 
I mean, a one-bedroom apartment, and then it's in in part of the town where it's like you hope you don't get shot at. Yes. They start around twelve, thirteen hundred dollars for a one-bedroom. I mean, so if you want to be on the good side of the town, you're going to be paying two thousand plus. Right. Yep. So I mean, five fifty. Heck yeah, let's go to Columbia. It's cheaper over there, you know. <laughs> but she was also saying too is what I kept is what. I was like, not in my head. Okay, she says that she doesn't have that account anymore. You can right. still get documents even though you don't have your account. I learned that on Judge Judy because Judge Judy said, she's like, just because you don't have the account, you can still contact that bank. It's legal process for them to keep records of bank yep. information. So she's like, you could have closed that account five years ago. They have records and statements that you can request. So it is very true. If that bank account ever existed, she can request records. She can request anything that she needs. She just has to call the number and get them to send the documentation. Sometimes you can go online, you can print it out, depending on the type of situation there was. So I want to talk about her ex-boyfriend. And she told us a story. She said she went to her ex-boyfriend's house, kicked in the door, and shattered his phone. Which is, and come on is, now. That, that, that by itself is a felony in America. Which, right, she admitted to on television. I mean, not only did you break into somebody's house, but you kicked their door in and you smashed their phone. If you smash someone's phone, that is considered um, preventing them from calling for help, no matter what. They cannot call 911 now. Back in the day, if you cut the phone line, that was the same thing. That's a felony in America. So we'll just add a felony to whatever charges she currently has, because we know there's some. She's got a car accident, neck injury, a back injury, needs a billion dollar surgery. She's got narcolepsy and a stolen motorcycle and a son in jail. And the list goes on. And now somebody stole her identity because she's so awesome that like, I'm just, I, I'm just, I'm so team Jamie that I don't know how anybody can even, I, I just, I don't know how anybody can even think that Chris is of sound mind, period. Jamie well, said, still, no, she, still, she's doing this through the whole thing. Tell me she's of sound mind. She is not of sound mind. I'm not outright saying it, but everybody knows where I'm going with it. Okay, well, it's what blew my mind. Is what blew my mind. Everything that come out of Chris's mouth was a lie, yeah. you know. But it's what really blew my mind is whenever she said that her and Jamie got into a fight. She left work because she was upset. Um, she flipped her car, but walked away from it. Yeah. How are you going to flip your car and not get some, hmm. some kind of injuries? I mean, and then he's talking about you have neck problems and then you're laid up in Columbia and saying you couldn't move that, um, an airplane ride was, um, dramatic on your neck, but you flip your car and you walk away from it and then you go back to Columbia and then you are um jumping into the pool head first yep come on seriously your car come on Chris <laughs> seriously she said oh she has of an argument with Jamie and that Jamie should have known that okay right then and there if that's the case you should have ended the relationship you should have ended it because if you're so angry with somebody, you go out and wreck your freaking car. Like, I don't ever want to talk to you again. I was that pissed off that but, I wrecked my car. 
I have a question. So having an argument while driving is like flipping your car situation because I argue in the car on the phone. Like it's through Bluetooth, yeah. right? So I'm a, maybe he doesn't have sober. Are you sober when you're doing that? Yeah. Okay. Well, I rest. Because I don't know. I yell at people. Are on there, George. Rest my case. Because I was gonna say I yell at people all the time. Like if I'm like having a bad day or someone's something, like, and I'm like yelling. I, I'll be on the freeway, like going 80 miles, but I'm still yelling at somebody to get you know business done. Businesses don't run themselves, so I'm like, I don't know. I've never like flipped my car like it's pretty easy to have a hands-free conversation you know in the car so i was and now i get what you're saying though because i was like that's that's what i was missing because i was like i've had conversations you know pretty heated conversations on the highway you know in the car you know when somebody wants to yell at me they don't you know they don't discriminate on the time they want to yell at me they just call me whatever so okay what is the deal with the money where can we land on the money? Did Chris really give Jamie $10,000? Or do you think she's saying that since she met her, even her plane tickets, even her going over there at the apartment, is she like accumulating a total of their relationship? Because I don't think that's fair. When you enter into a relationship, you don't keep a running total of what you do in that relationship or that marriage. That's just part of the relationship. I don't even think she spent that much accumulated, including her flights. I, don't, I, I just don't think so. I don't think she's ever had that kind of money in my honest opinion you don't you don't make that kind of money to just do funsies things when you're power washing driveways and you can't work so, because any problems when you said that it made me think about something she was upset because 550 was a lot of money right yeah and she, but she's saying that she spent 10 grand yeah and they'd only known each other a year so yeah. i don't know i was I, I, this is really hard for me because i'm trying to do the math and math is like my thing like I don't, I'm not a genius, but math is my thing. I can do math left, right, all night, 24 seven. So yeah. I was trying to do the math and I was like, I don't really know if the $10,000 number is even an accumulative number. Because yep. I was like, they didn't even buy the food truck. Yep. So I was trying to think, what would Jamie have possibly done with the $10,000? She was living in that apartment. She said she bought her own food. She bought her own clothes. She was doing everything else on her own. She only asked, for one thing, and that was the rent, because it was an apartment that was above the means of a person living in, in that country. Yeah. That was the only reason why she asked for help, because Jamie would have moved them into a more appropriate priced apartment. But yeah. like you said, Chris wanted the American amenities, which, you know, Americans, that's how they are. We saw that with Danielle this season. Yeah. She went to the first $2,000 a month apartment she found in the DR. I didn't even know they existed, but they do. Yeah. And that's what, you know, Americans do. So she she wanted that higher priced apartment. So that's how they ended up there. But Jamie was not looking for a sugar mama. I'm going to say that because Chris's mom was like, oh, she wanted a sugar mama. She wanted a better life. Jamie didn't get a car out of this relationship. Jamie didn't get a Versace bag out of this relationship. Jamie didn't get a Louis bag. She didn't get any Louis Vuittons. Okay. So if she was looking for a sugar mama, she didn't get one. Right. Not from the relationship is PTSD. <laughs> I mean, that. <laughs> That that's For it, it, right? Because when they keep trying to label her as um, a gold digger, and I'm like, well, show me her gold, show yeah. me what she got, like, show now, me what you now, gave her. Now I do need to say I do need to bring this up. Okay. I don't know if y'all if um if y'all realize what Tim and Veronica was talking about. Okay, Tim said that of course you know he likes Colombian women. Yeah. That there's no way possible that she 
um, kept Jamie with without sending a lot of money. Well, you can't compare Jamie to um, crap. What was her name? Jennifer. Huh? Jennifer. Yeah, Jennifer. That's it. You cannot compare Jamie to Jennifer because Jamie, by all means, is nothing compared to Jennifer. We all knew from the first episode with Tim and Jennifer that she was in it for the money. Yes. She wanted that green card. It, I mean, she that that's who she was. Yep. I never seen, you know, Jamie ask for anything other than to, um, you know, other than to help pay the bills. And it wouldn't have been so bad if Chris hadn't have told Jamie to quit her job. Right. Yep. Com so, completely agree. Can we get Jamie in here now? Hi, Jamie. Come in. Yeah, I agree. I think that Jamie asked for one thing, and that was for the rent because it was an apartment that, you know, for someone living in that country, that was high. Like the yeah. same in, in Johan's situation. He was like, I could give you my entire paycheck. It's not going to be a chunk of what this apartment is because you, this is just I'll be on the means of a local person in this country. And okay. Jamie was in that same situation. There was no way that she could afford that. Even I think if she was working, the amount of money they make over there is just so much lower than what we are used to. Jamie even said she only got one month's rent. So Jamie's the one that had to pick up the slack. So... <laughs> Seventeen fifty. Even if I mean that that if that was all just cash, that would still only be three months' rent. So Chris, and that's not even sending a thousand dollars a uh, a month. Even if even if she did send Jamie ten thousand dollars, there's twelve months in a year. Right. So that wasn't even a thousand dollars a month. Yep. And yeah, then she's ridiculous. wanting to she's wanting to say five hundred and fifty dollars is a lot of money. Yeah. For rent? Right. Seriously? Okay. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> So. Whatever. Debbie, Debbie said something at the very tail end of the tell-all that got me a little worried. She said that she hasn't closed the door on her and Osama. And she said, um, Julian and her daughter Sandy obviously want that door closed, locked, the key broken in half, set on fire, burned, melted down, and then buried into the core of the earth. But she said that she's not closed off to hi Jamie. hi Jamie she's not closed off to leaving that door open and what does that mean exactly because does that mean that she would be open to going back to Morocco and being in a relationship with him like what does God, she mean by that they're still in a relationship that's why nobody attacked Osama Osama should have been one of the main people that was being attacked yes. that's why nothing was said I I thought they were but Miss Debbie she See, Prove my point or not. All of they're still in a relationship. All of that discredited all of Debbie's crit criticization of everybody there. With mm -hmm. that, that just says that she's not thinking clearly. If she's going to go back, hello. Hi. Hi. I love my glasses. This is my very old glasses. You're crazy. Oh, <laughs> I like, I like the look though. I like it. Oh, thank you. But this is very, very, very old glasses, <laughs> and I know I not look good myself on right now. You look fine, but we've been talking about you a lot, and I know that you might have something to add after this happens. So, if you want to fill us in, 
on um, anything that we may have said that wasn't true or wasn't accurate. We're open to hearing, you know, what happened when the cameras weren't rolling? Like, how, how did this happen? To really, and right now, I don't feel upset, you know? And in this moment, and yes, I feel so mad because I think the old people attack me and say, for example, Miss Debbie, and tell me you are the predator and say, what? I can't believe that because I think the predator or sugar baby need too many money and I don't have money. And I think, I remember uh, before this is a star, this crazy show star, I remember I talked too many times with Chris and say, I, I need too many papers for the other apartment. Maybe wait for my apartment and maybe later, you come here and you look at the city, what is the best site? And she say no, because I need the apartment. I need a very big apartment because my family, my friends coming and okay. And this is for me is a big problem in here because I know pay one rent automatically and the, these persons talk or, and here is, um, Una, es como, en inglés, I don't know who say, es como una compañía que se llama Credibanco. And out, automáticamente, cuando tú dejas pagar una renta, llaman a Credibanco. Y tú quedas con un crédito negativo. Yo no puedo. I can have a negative credit or a negative, because I'm immigrant. And I'm here in eight years, and this is very fun. It's very important for me, and this is the reason I have everything proved. She don't send me this money, and I need say because I think this is no good for Miss Debbie say that, and I feel very bad for Miss Debbie right now because I don't understand why she looking at me in Osama. She looking at me. She looks Osama. It is never similar. This first moment, and I love Chris. I'm really in this moment. I love Chris, and I'm trying to say that. Didi, si me puedes ayudar con esto porque tengo que decirlo en español porque no puedo expresarlo en inglés. Pero desde el primer momento, yo supe que Chris no tenía dinero. Yo supe que Chris didn't have money. Yeah. Oh. Yo sabía que Cris era una mujer trabajadora. Yo me enamoré de ese sentimiento de no estar sola. Yo vivo sola en este país. Ustedes pueden ver ahorita, me perdonen el desastre, pero ustedes ven para todos lados y yo estoy sola todo el tiempo. Incluso ahorita tengo a Zoe dormida en la cama y yo estoy acá sola. I live alone in this country. I am alone all the time. Look at this. I am alone all the time. Zoe is sleeping in the bed. Okay? And I am alone all the time. And in the first moment I meet Chris she is very special woman for me okay and she tried to help me and she come on I love you you are beautiful and in love this feeling yeah okay and and this very important for me because some people say what do you look I don't look the physical person or I don't look the other things I look how feeling yeah. we talk with her okay and um, I feel so bad for her right now, and because in the past I love her, and I look 
the person say too many things, but with her, I don't feel bad because I love this woman. Yeah. I really love this woman. And I think she, and I, I feel bad because she tried to say, you are a bad person, Jamie. Yeah. And I'm a bad person. Yeah. I'm trying to bury good person. Of course, it's hard, it's difficult, it's, but I'm trying. And my feelings, my sentimientos, están heridos en este momento es solo porque ella trató de decir que yo era una mala persona y que la estaba tratando de dejar mal. Yo tenía las pruebas, yo tengo las pruebas. Hay muchas, yo todavía tengo las conversaciones, incluso ella en el tell all, esto no salió, esto lo editaron, pero ella en el tell all dijo que era mentira, que ella me había pedido a mí las conversaciones y era, y yo nunca las tuve. Y después dijo que ella había ido a la casa de este señor. Entonces, no entiendo cómo las personas, cómo, cómo los otros miembros del CAS no fueron contra ella. Sí voy a decir algo, y, y, y realmente esto me hizo sentir muy bien, y eso me lo dijo un fanático hoy. Me dijo, Jamie, si es cierto que a todos le pidieron que fueran más fáciles con Chris, es porque tú eres extremadamente fuerte. Y yo no tengo duda de eso. Yeah. Didi, can you translate? Yeah. Yes. Que un fan me dijo esta mañana, me lo dijo esta mañana, uh -huh. que, que, que si todo el elenco, si le habían dicho a todos que fueran más fáciles por Chris, era porque yo era extremadamente fuerte. Y yo no tengo oh, okay. duda de eso. She said that um, a fan told her this morning is, is, be, is the reason why it was a lot easy for Chris is because Jamie was a really strong woman. Mm -hmm. Wow. It was... I was so proud of you for coming in hot with your receipts. You had proof of everything. You composed yourself. You handled it like a champ. But all through the show, Chris didn't say very nice things about you, but you never said anything bad about her. And that's okay. No, I think the only moment I'll say, and I know, I, I don't think there's bad things, but the only moment I'll say, maybe for I'm really mad and they tell all and the finish and say I'm very worried for your mental health because I'm very worried for your mental health but first what thing is you say lies but you know this is lie but the other is you say lies and you believe your lies this, this is very difficult it's very different and for me this is very very hard and I and really in this moment and say I don't think that, but I think it's so mad and say, I can't believe that you have a very, you have a men mental health in that problem. So, so, that's the only one I want to say. So yeah. Jamie, do you feel like there was a time where Chris changed, where she started behaving differently? Like how long after you guys got married did that happen? Of course, Chris, uh, I'm sorry. I don't look good, but my my glasses hurt here. Um, 
I think she she changed, and the first moment she in, in the in Colombia, she arrived in Colombia. She changed. She changed immediately. And this moment, I think she's very different. Yeah. She very very. She not like nothing. For example. So the yeah. girl that you were talking to online when you met her in person were they two different people do you feel like they weren't the same person? yeah totality totality and it's very funny because in she she go to united states for example this is a uh history i remember right now i'm here in colombia she need go to united states okay go in this moment i have I have a ex man, man, man ex, okay. Okay? okay? And this one texts me. And he texts me, I need talk to you because I need you forgive me. And I'm sorry, I know I, I need you sorry me. Como lo digo, que me perdone, necesito que me perdone. Forgive me? Yeah, forgive me. Yeah. Ah, okay. He texts me, please, I need forgive me. Why? Because. And I right now I a new religion and I need forgiveness. This is not my problem. I'm blocked. Right. And it's funny for me because it's funny. It's not my fault. It's your problem. And I talk to Chris and say, "Hi, Chris. Oh, you know I have this problem for this man." And said, "Oh my God, you are a prostitute. You maybe you go to bed with her. Oh. I'm lesbian, baby." Yeah. And this woman is what? And very different woman. It's very different. I can talk with her. Yeah. She comes here in Colombia. I never talk again with her. Never. Wow. Really. So what happened after she shoved you? What? Because like you said, you see the crazy I'm dealing with, and right. that was it. Cut it there. We didn't see any more. What happened after that? Did you leave in different cars? When, perdona, me repito, me puedes traducir la pregunta porque no la entiendo, no la entendí bien. O sea, lo que entendí creo que no es lo que me están preguntando. Dice que sí, cuando um, cuando ustedes se fueron, se fueron en el mismo carro o se o se fueron separados. I'm very relaxed person, you know, and I am I don't like the problems, and I'm I'm working too much in Venezuela for models for and I know this person's complicated is is difficult for for us. Okay. And in this moment I remember the production coming, you want a different cars or one car. So for me it's okay. Different, same, it's okay. I'm relaxed. I know half nothing. And she said different cars. Okay, oh. different cars. The the idea for different cars is Chris. Got so it. did did production step in when that happened or did they just let did they protect you after that yes okay. yes 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 the productions is a very amazing and in reality he told me i can you can along with chris you can because you are my responsibility I say okay she go <laughs> She go to the hotel because this is my house. Yeah. All right. So I want to know how much money did Chris really send you? Because 
I know that you have receipts and you can tell us exactly a number because we can't get a straight number out of Chris or her mom. Yes. Look, I have the proof and I have the receipt. But in this moment, and Sean, tell me how much money. And the total fue desde toda la relación. My totality is the all relationship. It's first day I meet Chris and right now. One, one seven forty nine. I might not remember. I don't remember that, but I think that. Mm -hmm. But this moment she arrived in Colombia is other month. This is no, this is no. It's bare, it's, it's no, this, I think it's, uh, one, two, five, zero. She come here. Uh, okay, got it. El problema aquí, si quieres me ayudas a traducir, Didi, qué pena. Este, cuando ella llegó a Colombia, fueron 550 más 750. When she got to Colombia, it was, um, dijiste, uh, 700 más 550? Yes, sí. Okay. When she got to Colombia, it was 700 and then it was 550. When she got to Colombia. Okay. Porque el resto, el resto del dinero que ella envió fue cuando yo me vi muy grave de COVID. Y le pedí ayuda porque no me alcanzó el dinero para pagar la renta. O sea, yo había pagado la mitad de la renta y me faltaba la otra mitad. Y le pedí ayuda en ese momento. Entonces ella comenzó a mandarme un poco para ayudarme después que yo me recuperé del COVID. And the other part of the money that she sent is whenever uh, Jamie got sick with the COVID, that she asked Chris to help with um, half of the rent because she didn't have enough um, for, the, for all of the rent. Gotcha. Oh, okay. So was there any more talk about the food truck or was that just a pipe dream? Was that actually supposed to happen? It's funny that because she say, I remember, it, I don't know, remember this the first episode or the second episode. I'll see it in, in the floor of the apartment and she say, I solved my house. Mm -hmm. I okay. have money for the business, for everything. Don't worry. But in this moment, she go to the look and, and look at the food truck. She say, I don't have money for this. Really? Wow. Yes. And addiction, in, in, in the production edit, editions, and say, I remember she, called, she talked to me and say, maybe I can, my other house go to the, I don't no remember your, your, sus palabras, pero yo sé que ella dijo que iba a hipotecar su otra casa y yo dije que no, que yo no iba a aceptar eso. ¿Cómo que lo vendiera o que lo rentara? No, que la iba a hipotecar, que se le iba a dar el banco para que el banco oh, le diera okay. el crédito. Oh, ok, ok. She was talking about um, that her other house, um, that she told Jamie that she could possibly pond like the title um, for the, oh. her other house, and Jamie told her not to, that she did not want her to do that, that she was yeah. not in agreement with <coughs> She say you are selfish, but this moment I think no, you can't say that because you have children. You have children. I can. Right. I don't feel good for this. And I remember for the waiting day, you George in the Twitter, you have a tweet yeah. and say, Oh, so beautiful. Um oh, who is a rooms page Chris? I say, No, she don't pay that. 
I'm bae. Really? Okay. I'm bae, my lady. I pay my lady. She paid my dress and my shoes. Wow. But I'm paying my lady. So throughout the season, she made it seem like every dime that was spent came from her. So can we get an idea of what she actually paid for versus what you were paying for? Like, were you buying your own food, your own clothes? She paid this coach. Okay. And this coach, maybe I'll look into. And this coach. Wow. So all no the other furniture you bought? This is only she buy. No more. Oh, this. This. Wow. She wow. paid this. That is this only she paid. And the person say, Oh, you only worry is the bills or the money. No, I know I don't care the money because she her attitude is different. She see it with me in my birthday party. She called me and she said, Jamie, I'm sorry. And I have a problem. You know, I have a problem for my son. You have, you know, I have a problem for my everything, wherever she want. I understand and say, okay. But she not liked more. Not tell me more lies. Yeah. This is my only problem. And she trying to say, my relationship is over because Jamie cheating, but this is no true. Because in this conversation, never say Jamie cheating. So yeah. you had a conversation with another woman when she disappeared for a month. That's when she tried to say that you cheated. Where did this woman live? Did this woman live in Texas? Yes. So you never in this moment. The only woman in my life, other woman, I'm sorry, my cell phone, no, have too many, but and right now I have to charge it. Okay, sorry. And the only woman in my life, other woman, is the woman in Texas. And she'll come here in my life before she coming. Before Chris coming, this woman texts me. Yeah. Chris disappeared for one month in the in the first or second episode, she said, and disappeared for three weekends. I don't remember. I don't remember. But I think she said that. But she said, and disappeared for three weeks. Wow. So, and in the tell all, she said, and disappeared for five days. Right. Five days is what she said. Yeah. Who is the story was always and, changing though. Chris's story was always changing and she could never remember what she said the time, you know, before the, the, the next conversation. She could never remember what she said. So of course this is more personal because this is more personal. This is she and she mo this this woman she disappeared in my birthday, first July, in thirty day maybe. Okay. My birthday is very soon. <laughs> she called me. And she said, I'm so sorry. I have a problems because financial problems and I feel so bad because she's trying to promise. She promised she coming. Um, hi, Richie. And she say, she say, I'm going go to United, go to Colombia for your birthday. I say, okay. And she disappeared for 20 days and she called me for my birthday and say, I'm so sorry. Is I have a financial problems and I'm very I'm Ferguson because I can go to Colombia. Okay, it's okay. Don't worry and continue my life. 
And she come here in my bed. She tell me, I'm so sorry for disappearing, but I don't feel very bad with you because I don't feel very strong feelings with you. This is the reason for disappearing. And this moment I look at her and say, what? But you tell me you have a financial problems. Yeah. And she say, no, this is an excuse. All right, I gotta ask this. What is the deal with her ex-boyfriend and him contacting you and sending you photos? Because she gave us an explanation on the tell-all that we couldn't make sense of. So can you tell us exactly how that interaction took place? Like how he reached out to you, what the conversation was? This conversation is very, is the same times for the woman, Texas. Okay. This is other point for me because Chris and I sit and talk and say, no talk about the woman Texas and you no talk about my ex-boyfriend. Okay. Good. But she have she look at the camera and she said, she chased me for the woman Texas. Yeah. But and say, okay, don't worry, it's okay. No, don't worry. Yes, she disappeared. It's okay for me. I don't worry. But in this moment, I feel so mad because she said, oh, she changed me. She and, and say the same and the tell -all. Oh, she changed me, she changed me, she changed me. But she never say, in this moment, I'm changing, Jane. Yeah. So she said at the tell-all that the photos were old. So you're telling us that the photos that he sent you were very recent. They were current photos. Perdóname, me se dice que, que en el chelo ahí estaba diciendo que las fotos que él te mandó, que eran fotos viejos de ella, de anterior. Um, pero son los, ¿eran fotos este, de reciente o eran fotos de anterior? I'm trying, I'm trying to call Chris all days in the morning. All days in the morning. Maybe seven in the morning because I go to work in the night. I'm trying to call for videos. This day is a Wednesday. And I remember I'm trying to call and she no answer me. Again, she no answer me. For me, it's normal because she disappears sometimes. Yeah. And um, I say, okay, she disappeared again. Go, my work. And my work, I in this in, in this moment I know look too many social medias. I look at the social media good right now. And I look um Facebook. In Facebook I look and have uh one one email. I don't know remember, but I said for Facebook and was what is this? And the boyfriend and say, I'm my wife, my, my my girlfriend is very busy right now. And send me the pictures. And I say, oh my God, what is this? In this moment, I'm relaxed. I think, say, okay. I call Chris again. It's so funny because she say, this is very old. But this the same clothes for the photos and the look. She used it. These days. Wow. 
I'm I'm very calm and relaxed person, but I know it's stupid. Yeah. yeah. She trying to talk, and this moment I think, okay, and she say I'm chatting for the Texas woman. Okay, maybe she chatting for Vendetta. Okay, good. But this is not the first time. Yeah. Oh okay. wow. And I'm trying to block to block him and she he used others account. And, and I look at the others account right now, all accounts no exist. So the five months that she was gone, do you think that she was with this guy? Do you think that that's the case? No. Or do you think or do you No, she was in jail. That's my. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> That's a theory. I don't know. I don't know. I can. I. I don't know. That's I don't have theory. idea about nothing. We can't prove that. That's a theory. But That's, what? Yeah. <laughs> what's the timeline that you got these photos? Was this during the the month that she disappeared? Yes. Okay. So it was during that month. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Maybe my birthday is first July. These photos is maybe five July. Wow. And she was so she was back in Colombia a month later, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, wow. Maybe one year later. Oh, one year. Oh, so our our timeline is different from TV. Okay, I see. Yeah. Yes, it's very different. Yeah. Well, she said that she came back. She was a month late for your birthday. So is that when when the photos were happening? During that timeline, the photos is in July twenty twenty two. Okay, so we're talking a year before. Okay. No. Let's. Still... No. Twenty twenty one. Sorry, twenty twenty one. Okay. I'm married in the twenty twenty two. So this was before. Sorry, this was before that you met in person, right? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Before. I understand. Yes. Question I, that is just driving me crazy is all of her different excuses for everything. She's got neck pain, back pain, the car accident, the motorcycle, the identity theft, the son, the narcolepsy. There's always something. Was it just a different excuse every single time? Just yes, because the other excuse, and you never listen, is. She living in here, and she say, "I need to go to my dog. I need to go because I need to go to my dog because I can't live in other country without my dog." And I say, "Okay, you need to go to dog." And other day, I say, "My son birthday. Okay, I need to go to my bathroom. Home. Okay, I need my motorcycle. Okay, go." And she and she and say, "She no come back for my. She no come back for my birthday because." Other excuse because she have too many excuses. Yeah. <laughs> she say all the time she say different things. Yeah. How long was she in Colombia total? That was my because it seemed like she wasn't in Colombia for that long. Because but I know we didn't see everything. I know they don't film everything. How long was she physically there? Twenty days. Wow. No, one Whoa. month. One month. One month. One month. One month. Are you serious? Yes. Wow. 
Yes, because she come here in Colombia and and maybe 10 February 10 10 and she she go 20 March. Wow. Get out. So you guys only saw each other for 20 days. Yes, in 20 days all filmings. Maybe Wow. No no say 20 days. Say one okay. month. One month. She here one month. But in one month, twenty days is filming. Wow. That's insane. So there was only ten days where you guys were interacting without cameras. Yes. Maybe maybe no, maybe ten days because the others is uh photo shoots, the others is an interviews. I have more days in the filming. But filming with her 20 days. So you didn't have any time to get to know her in person. You literally, she's a stranger to you mm. in person, right? Hmm. I think, I'm very, I'm sure, I, I believe in the love. And I think she, she really loved me. And I think she, it's real, her feelings. Maybe, Sometimes I think she maybe is nervous for the cans, maybe nervous for the show, and she is different for this. You know, I'm trying in my mind and say very excuse for her attitude, but she, she never no no. And I think as she come back, I'm trying, I'm trying to in, in the conversation and in the conversation I have for Alex, mm. he. he he tell me too many times, no more, no more, get out, don't, no more. And I say, I know because I'm married. I need to try to look at the person I'm in love. Yeah. But so was Chris more cold towards you when the cameras were on? Because I, I think people are under the impression that she's more mean and, and cold when people are watching. Was she nicer to you? when the cameras weren't on because we felt like she wasn't nice to you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can talk. <laughs> I can talk right now. <laughs> I can talk. I can talk. I can talk. <laughs> it's like every time you said something and, and you were right, she would just get louder. Like she mm -hmm. told you, don't yell, don't raise your voice. Every time she would say something, she would get louder and louder and louder and then leave. She would never address the problems or speak like, have an adult conversation. No, all the time I have problems with Chris, all the time, all the time, Carla, all the time. And, and right now, I'm, I'm a very spiritual person and trying to meditate and trying to think who is bad, what happened all days in the shower and come back to my world, come back to the gym, go to the shower. And I think what happened in the world, who is better, who is bad, what needs the best, like anything. And I remember and one day and say, okay, maybe I'm, I'm called to you and you say, I'm sorry, I'm, 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 I don't know, I'm busy, I'm eat, I'm talking to my mom, it's okay, okay? But what you say, 
I'm sorry, I'm tied to my mom and eat and I'm in, in, the, in the car and I can talk. It's too many things for you saying I can, okay? Yeah. Right now, I think I say it's too many excuses. Too many right. say no. And I think it's lies. Yeah. But I need to say that. I think this right now. And this moment, I'm saying, oh my gosh, she's busy all the time. Right. right. Yeah, it's, it's hard to see those things when you're in love because your thinking is clouded. You want to yeah. believe that they're not lying to you and they're being honest. Because I do that. I yeah. do the same thing. I let people tell me whatever they tell me and I believe it because I just want things to work. Yeah. But I think that now that you kind of see how things ended up, you can go back and look at the things that happened in the past and you can identify what was really happening now. Yeah. Yes, uh, I, I'm, I'm re I, uh, I look my past and look at this moment. And really, for example, in my, in my wedding, I'm, I'm, I'm so, so happy. Right. I'm really happy. I say, this small, my family is not here, but it's okay for me. Oh, this is other point to say, a little moment to say, all people say, you need to talk to your mom, you need to talk. No, I'm okay with, I am. I'm talking to my mom. Yes, I'm talking to my mom in my, in my moment, in her moment. I live here very, very far away from my mom, and I can a video call and say, hi, mom, I'm gay, bye. I can yeah. say that, no. okay? Yeah. And I never imagined and say, she immigrant, I'm living in Colombia and I meet a woman and marriage and show, I never, never for my men, never happened yeah. that. Yeah. And I, treat, I, need, I need to talk to my mom and I try to talk, I go to talk to my mom in my moment, okay? Um. Uh, uh, oh, I'll forgive while well, you talk. I'm sorry. Uh, oh. uh, I'll forgive. I'm sorry. Well, who is the question? What was the question, Didi? What was? What were we talking about? Oh, she was answering the. She was answering the questions about um your about the the mom and and the how the people are asking why she doesn't talk to yeah. her mom. Yeah. Mm, yes, but I forgive why why take this point. Oh, in my wedding, I feel so so happy. In my wedding, I'm so happy, and my dress, I love my dress. The cake is amazing. The cake is so good. The food is so good. In the hotel, is amazing. Oh, I love my wedding. It's my it was my dream. Wedding, it's okay. <laughs> it was pretty. I love my but, wedding. I really love my wedding. But do you feel? like she planned it all like this was yeah. a big surprise for you yes it's 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 but i love my wedding and right now i think oh my god i feel so good in my wedding but she no understand nothing in my wedding and she don't worry about what happened yes what did you say yeah and we talked i think Really, she loved me, and really, she understand who is the. Ella, o sea, yo, yo en este momento, hoy quiero, no sé, 
es lo único que pienso. Por eso que yo les decía que mi boda me sentía tan bien. Porque yo en este momento pienso y digo, oye, pero ella no entendió nada de lo que pasó en mi boda. Entonces, ¿será que ella realmente estaba entendiendo el compromiso que estábamos haciendo? She was really questioning, like, in the time of the, um, the day they got married, because she didn't understand anything that they were saying. So Jamie was really starting to question, did she even really love her? Because she didn't even understand, she didn't even ask what they were saying, nothing. That was we actually, my next question. That was definitely my next question because I was like, do you feel like she was as happy and in, in love as you were on your wedding day? That's what I was wondering because I felt like you were very happy. This was your dream. This was what you wanted. And it kind of seemed like she was just, let's get this over with. That's just the feeling that I got. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes I receive a little comments because this is other things. Oh, people, I, in, in my Instagram, I have haters, trolls, people talk bad about Chris, talk with me. And I, okay, talk, everyone talk. She block all people. Yeah. She block all people. And all people tell me, all people say, oh, your ex, your wife blocked me. I said, yeah. And one, one fan say, oh, it's very rude for your part. Because all ways is in Spanish and Chris no understand nothing. But I have a very big production. Yeah. I'm, I swear, she say I need one people translated for me. Thank you. And one people translate. Yeah. But she never said nothing. She never said that. Wow. Okay. okay so the whole time that y'all that y'all were together, um, she never asked for a translator to be able to understand you more for y'all to have a better conversation no she never told me what he said but i remember in the finish today i sit in the couch and say i understand i know you know understand how we say how he said what he said at this moment and i wanna just say well, okay and and translate all my all my boats at this moment yeah but the waiting, the waiting and the ceremony, no. Wow. That would have been the main, the main time that she would even want the, a translator, so they could uh, both of them could understand what each one was was saying, because they were, from what I've seen or understood, they were trying to bring you guys were trying to bring both cultures together, the American culture and your culture. Okay, well. Then, if that was true, she should have had a translator there for the the pastor um, to translate, and then uh, you know, vice versa for Jamie. That way, they could have you know understood everything that was being said. To me, it's like Chris just wanted to get married, just wanted to get it over with, and that's that. She wasn't really involved. She you know, she really didn't care. Yes, yes, this is my point. And I remember for the wedding, I have a little ceremony and say for the, for Colarena. And, and she no have idea what happened. Yeah. And yeah. she, and she no understand nothing what the people say. And I think, okay, for her, because, but I think, for example, I'm an immigrant and I, I moved to the other country. I can say, I'm Venezuelan and I'm here and 
all days I need eat arepa. Is I need adapt. It's my responsibility. Adaptarme a este país. Ella se vino para que ella sabía que se tenía que adaptar a este país. Yo le regalé un diccionario. And I remember, I don't know you look, but she come here in Colombia, she arrived in my apartment, I give a dictionary, a dictionary, you know? Yeah. I remember in that. Yeah. And English, she never learning. Wow. She never, never She's Venezuelan, she went to Colombia, she had to adapt to the Colombian way. Chris, um, Chris knew that she was going to Colombia, so she should have um, tried to adapt um, to the Colombian way. And when she got there, she gave her the dictionary that was in Spanish and English. Okay. And here's the dictionary. So it's almost like Chris never had any intentions of staying there. Yeah, like she didn't have any right. intentions for anything. Yeah. And look, it's here. I have the proof. That's amazing. You have all the proof. I think that's that's what we are so intrigued by because you produced every piece of proof and she didn't produce any. And it's like we, we want to be compelled by the evidence. You know, we want to see the stories that can be corroborated and, and you tell us the proof. And really, I know my my intention for this is no one say, I never imagined this go to the down. Never, never imagine that. All the time, I think my marriage is the best. My marriage is the woman. The woman is, I love this woman. But in this, but, and I'm very, soy muy organizada. Yeah. She's real and, organized. And, and, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and my finances, my bank, everything is, everything is perfect for me. And this is the reason I have everything because I know crazy and because I'm an immigrant and sometimes call me the la entidad que se encarga aquí de la de los taxes call me and say hey this money why okay I need what happened for this money okay and this is my responsibility okay yeah and this is the reason I have everything and I'm longer <laughs> So are you completely over Chris? Like, is there an opportunity? Like Debbie said on the tell-all that she's open to, to talking to Osama again. Um, Would you ever talk to Chris again? I, no. I will no, no, no. Be on my no, because very important for me is she touched me. Right? Yes. And she touched me? No. I know half opportunity for yeah. nothing. Good for you. She know have opportunity for touch. She know have opportunity for nothing because for me she yeah. touched me, yeah. and this no have never excuse. She know she has she excuse about oh as and I mad and she need to get no. You have problems. You have problems, but you can't touch me. Yeah. And my attitude is bad because no go. Okay, you go. And I'm crazy, yeah. but you, you know, touch me. And this, the problem, she never touched me. No, no, have, no, no, I can't, I can't. Yeah. I can't talk to her. I can't talk to her. I don't care. And really, I'm block all her family Good. for Good. all time. Good. Because I don't need nothing. Guys, I need to go to work, <laughs> you know, and I'm very in love for all of you 
And thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you so much because I need child for I need child at this. And thank you so much for your support. Today is the finish for the show, but is today a start other things. I'm pleased. I am so glad. Are you just let the world know? Are you speaking with anybody? Do you have an interest or are you single? And that's not an okay to blow up your DMs. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my God, I'm single. <laughs> I'm single. I'm single right you now. I'm very guys. single. I'm very, very single, guys. Good. But no more DMs, please. Yeah. No more DMs. <laughs> <laughs> no more DMs. Okay. It's funny. In the, na the last night, I'm going to look and answer all, all my DMs. And today I have 15. Say, like, oh my God, this is crazy. And if you <laughs> me, I'm just getting you on here. I'm like, come on, we need you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm single right now. I love you so much. And thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you so much because this is the first episode. And look all your videos. And I look all, I'm watching your videos, your comments. And I really appreciate you guys. It's, it's amazing. Thank you. We, we, we support you the same way. Thank you so much. We love you so much. And have a good day at work. Thanks for stopping by and talking to us. Um, Didi and Cara are huge supporters, just like me. So from the beginning, we've been Team Jamie. We're still Team Jamie. And whoever you decide, team to, Jamie. Yeah, whoever you decide <laughs> to date next, they're going to have to go through us. Yes. There's going to be a process. We're going to make sure that they're right uh, for you. Yep. Yes, they got to call oh, us. So they got to call all three of us, and we got to give them an interview. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, of course. I love this idea. Bye, Bye guys. Good Bye. night. Thank you so much. Nos vemos, amiga. Bye. Chao, mi amor. Hold on. I know how to do it. Oh, there it is. All right, guys, that was fun. We've been on forever, though. Um, so is there anything else we need to talk about before we end this live? Because we'll be back live tomorrow, right, for um, Love and yes. Paradise. So is there anything that we want to say before we end this? Because this was the end of Nine Day Fiance the Other Way, the third part of the tell-all. Any last words for Did the cast members or anything you want to end it with? Is Rishi wanting to come on for a quick minute? Oh, is Rishi here? He was. He came in and was chatting when Jamie was here. He's no longer here. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that he. Okay. Oh, Rishi, um, tell Rishi if you DM him if he wants to come on the show, we can do a live sometime this week. Okay. If he wants to come on and he I wants to talk about it. Like we didn't give him an opportunity because he left and he came back, so I just wanted to make sure. He oh yeah, on. absolutely. Rishi is always. Yeah, because we I have a lot of questions for Rishi. I really do. Yeah. So there, yeah, there's a lot of like I have a lot of questions for him. <laughs> Yeah, Rishi's always welcome here. Um, so if he wants to come on, I, I think he said it's nighttime. Where he, what did he say? It's morning. Morning, so yeah. So I don't know what he's up to, but I know he was here earlier. So if he wants to come on, we can do a special live on a different tomorrow or sometime this week. I know we need to work it out where it's a decent time for him. It's kind of late for us right now, actually. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Rishi, you're always welcome on the George Massey show. Um, so what do you want to say about any of the couples before we end this? Because they're going to be gone for a while, if any of them even come back. So what do we want to end on with the couples? What are your last words for everyone? 
Um, my last thought for Jamie is, yay, congratulations on running as fast as she can. Yeah. Uh, Nicole and Mahmoud, I'll be interested to see if we see them again. Also, I wish Nicole the best because she's going to need luck. Mm. Um, Gabriel, love them to pieces no matter what. Don't really care what's happening with Monica today. I mean, <laughs> she Johan and Narcissist, I, I wish you the best, Johan. You, know, <laughs> you, you, you got what you had coming to you. So there's that. Um, would love to chat with Rishi. Um, I, I don't know about the gym. I, would I, I, love the, I lost a, I would love to a little bit of chat with Johan, too. Yeah, I would love to ask Johan what really went on in that marriage, because I feel like there's so much we don't know that we yeah. didn't get to see. Yeah. And I would love for him to tell his side, because you could tell in the in the um annoyance in his face how much he's been through yes. on that hell out when him he was sitting there and he was watching her interact with Taylan and he could see that he was just so annoyed and yes. i would love to get an inside picture of what he had to go through because he said she didn't want my business to work so it didn't work and you know he just went through so much so if he wants to come on i'm down if he wants to come on Thank let's you. do it yeah i think we let's do it about debbie let's do it oh What'd you say about Debbie? I feel like we should see about maybe, I, I'd like to ask Debbie why she had the perception that she did about all of the people on the stage being so vastly different from all of the people not on stage. I just want to know where, why she was opinionated to certain things and how she came to a very different conclusion on a lot of these people that we didn't than yeah. a lot of people yeah. did. I just want to know. did have the unpopular opinion. I did yeah. notice that. So yeah, Debbie, if you want to come on. Hey, Julian, Julian, we want to know about the um, Jen situation too. So anybody want to come on this week before we wrap it up and start um, before the 90 days next week? That's how, that's where we're, we're moving fast. So we're starting before the 90 days next week. Gino and Jasmine are back and all new people in our very first ever um completely deaf cast member who is finding love. I'm so excited. It seems like TLC is just breaking boundaries. Every season we have something new that we're doing for the first time. We had Gabe on this season and I just love the, the direction that the show is taking. We're showing all different types of variations of love in different situations. And I'm just glad that they're open yeah. to doing that. For sure, for sure. Well, oh, there's Rishi. Well, Hold on, Rishi. To know, I would like to know why you know people didn't ask Osama any questions. Is it because yeah. that because they're actually still in a relationship? I truly believe that they're still in a relationship. That's why no one said anything to Osama. That's why nobody asked him any questions because on the other couples, everybody was going after him. Right. But when it comes to and then Debbie, Miss Debbie, and Osama had a quick couple of minutes where Sean talked to him, and that was it. Yeah. Yeah, and then but Debbie she said, went a couple of times with the other couples. Yeah, and at What's the end up, of the tell all, she really said super that before we lose him again, Rishi's back in here. Rishi, we are inviting you to come in. We're going to do another live this week, and we'd love to have you join us and and tell your side of a lot of things. So the invite yeah. is open. We'll join us. The invitation is out there, Rishi. If yeah. you want to take it, yes, Rishi. We need answers, Rishi. <laughs> so yeah, I think that you're on to something and maybe they wouldn't talk about it on the tell-all because we're going to see them on another show because I know after before the 90 days is I think happily ever after 
or I think it's 90 Day Fiance, then Happily Ever After. So two, but there could be a reason for that. You're on to something because there should have been a lot more questions as to why he had such different intentions than she did. And you're right, they weren't addressed. And I wonder if that has to do with them being, because she said at the end, she said, I'm not closing the door on this situation. And that was very shocking because on this season, when she packed up her stuff and she went back to Sugar Hill, it made it seem like that door was closed. So you're right. I think you're definitely on to something. And she, yeah. John actually asked Osama what he thought about the other couples. What? Yeah. The what? Yeah. What's that? Yeah. Uh, what? what? Yeah. John <laughs> asked Osama. Every my head. Opinion except for him. Hmm. So yeah, there's a lot of questions. So. I would love to talk to Debbie. Debbie, if you're out there and you're watching, you want to drop by, we would love to do a live with you this week. We would love to know what's going on. I know if you are filming, you're not going to tell us. But we would still love to know, you know, what's going on with that and why, did, why didn't you close the Osama chapter for good after what he did, unless there's something that we don't know, which we would love for you to tell us. Yep. Oh, not right now, Rishi. Um, anytime this week. So you just get with us and tell us when you're available. Obviously, you probably won't yeah. be able to do it right now. Yeah, I didn't mean right this minute. I was just, just wanted you to know that we were inviting you on. Yeah. yeah, so if you have some time this week and you want to do it, let us know and we'll collaborate together and we'll make that happen so you can have your chance to, um, you know, come on and talk about it like we did for Jamie. And um, anybody else from the season who wants to come on, I know Jen has reached out and she wants to, but I haven't scheduled anything. So that will be sometime in the future. Yeah, we can. I'd like to get her on. I got a few questions for her. Yeah, okay. me too. Yeah. All right. So I think that's it. This was a fun live, guys. Um, everybody who followed us tonight, this is, I'm George Mossy. This is the George Mossy Show. This is my co-host, Dee Castile. This is my co-host, Cara. We do this every week, all the TLC shows. So if you enjoyed this live, make sure you give us a follow. Um, we post everything to YouTube, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio all of that stuff. So thank you guys for joining us. I'm George Mossy. Thanks to Dee Dee. Thanks to Cara. Thanks to all of you for joining. Um, this was the end. So 98 Fiance, the other way, the last part of it, even though we still have questions, it's over, but we're going to try to get some answers before the end of the week, before we start, before the 90 days. Don't worry, we'll be here to talk about all of it with you guys. Thanks for joining. We'll talk to all of you guys really soon. All right. Bye, bye guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.